Welcome to this week's episode of Trista's Plate Story Podcast. I'm Trista Polo from IWokeUpAwesome.com, and I am your host. Each week, we learn the story behind that vanity plate. You know, the one you saw driving down the road? What did it say? What did it mean? Why did they choose it? Welcome to this week's episode. The episode is Norb. And my guests today are Brittany Lutz and Jessica Linsmeyer from Central Wisconsin. I'm super excited to have you. Welcome, ladies. Hi. This is going to be super fun. Now, the way that we connected originally is I was on Facebook and somebody in a mom's group that I'm a member of shared this awesome photo of the two of you, a Jeep, a license plate, and some Bush beer. And I tracked it down and I found you on Drink Wisconsibly group. And then somebody said, oh my gosh, I totally want to be friends with these ladies. And someone <laughs> else said, oh, here they are. And I was able to find you that way with a little good investigative work. So I'm super excited to have you both on. We're excited. Yeah. We're right. actually in the Jeep. So <laughs> yeah, for people watching on video, you'll know this, but if you're not watching, apparently because of an open floor plan and a ton of children, <laughs> Brittany and Jessica are sitting in the Jeep in question in their coats and like, I mean, probably gloves and scarves. It's like 40 degrees there. You're such troopers. I love it. We try. Yeah, we try. So whose plate is it? Let's start there mine jessica okay so it's jessica's plate and norb like what is that that's one of those that i would post on facebook and say any ideas <laughs> well actually everyone thought it was because like that's a you know pretty common jeep thing to like name your jeep but so everyone assumed it was the jeep's name but it's actually my nickname <laughs> so that i've had my entire life <laughs> and what does it mean like what's the significance how is it because it's nothing like jessica it's not like shortened or like how did you get really... this nickname my dad gave it to me as a baby like a baby baby <laughs> and then like so like my family called me that and i would go i was you know like in grade school would have my friends over and they would call me that in front of them and then it just stuck like by high school more people know knew me by norb than she said jessica they didn't know who you were talking about but wow I mean, so I should was... i call you norb for the rest of the interview <laughs> i mean either way it's fine. <laughs> my kids didn't even know her real name yeah, for, for like time. their entire like they just found out like probably last year <laughs> wow <laughs> oh my goodness it was always oh just been anti-norb and you are like childhood friends that grew up because of childhood friends. Is that right? Shh, parents. Yeah. Parents, yeah. She's probably the first one that, like, of my friends that called me Norm. Yeah. <laughs> I like spread it around school. <laughs> so you've been friends forever. Tell me a little about your history together as friends. I was starting a new school in fourth grade, and my stepdad worked at the mill and knew Norb's dad, Jerry. And so Jerry took it upon himself to force me to be friends force, with her. Yeah. <laughs> he made her be my friend. <laughs> I was new to the school. And, and so, Norb, yeah. were you like a, a willing participant or was it like, no. no? Who wants to hang out with the new kid? <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> 
How did she win you over? I think, I don't know, really. My dad made us like hang out. (laughs) Yeah. We spent a lot of time together and I think it just. Looking back, I think he just wanted extra help like in the yard doing chores. Child labor. (laughs) But it worked out. Yeah, it worked out. And so you've been friends for how long now? What did we We just figured this out. 24 years? It'll be 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. So you're pretty young still. Shh. Yeah. She just turned 34. <laughs> I'll be 34 next month. And we've been friends since we were nine. Yeah. I guess awesome. we should have checked our math before yeah. we like threw those yeah. numbers off. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. It's close enough. And so do you anticipate being <clears throat> friends forever? Like if we had this conversation in your 50s and 60s, would you still be sitting in this freaking cold Jeep together, huddled telling this story? Funny you should mention that because yeah. actually. It'll probably be me and Brittany's husband in a convertible then. Yeah, it does sound bad. So now you need to explain that. <laughs> okay. So Norb thinks that my husband is just way cooler than me. And they have like a, a good friendship. And so the big joke was if I ever kick the bucket that they're gonna just ride off into the sunset okay so now if you ever do kick the bucket the smallest amount of suspicion we're looking over at that right he said that she better not be plotting anything (laughs) now what's your husband's name my husband's name is dave dave okay so dave how did you and dave end up together oh that's It's a long story. Well, we probably started with some bush light too. Yeah. No, All I right. was actually I was bartending and I was one of his buddies was asking me for numbers and stuff and for girls that just set up with his friend Dave and ended up asking me, well, hey, would you be interested? And I said, Well, yeah. And so we were supposed to go ice fishing. And I told him that I'm not a morning person. I don't, like if my alarm goes off at six o'clock in the morning, I'm probably just going to shut it off. So I might be up and I might not. So he came to pick me up and I wasn't up. (laughs) And so it was a solid year later that we ended up having our first date. And then that was the end of that. We just... And now he's my friend. Yeah. And now he's well, I was going to say, so now how did Norb get into the whole process? Like what part of your dating history I actually did Norb become friends even, with him? I don't, it was way later. Yeah. I think that's just because, I mean, we have, we have five kids. So it's like, they're now starting to get old enough that like we can spend more time together. Yeah. It's easier. But, and my husband worked out of town. And so it was just, it, it was hard to get together. Yeah. She moved away. So like, and then and yeah, I moved away. And we both kind of were in relationships at the same time, really like yeah. she, within a year, both of us, you know, were like set in our settling down phase. So yeah. Spend so Norb, you're married too with kids, right? Yes. Yes. And so you, how many kids do you have? I have two girls eight and five and not to make me sound like the weirdo 
her and my husband are awfully close too. They share a desk at work. Like there's nothing untoward, nothing untoward going on. Just really close families that hang out together. And it sounds like you've been quarantining together, which is nice that you have more community and a larger group of people you can be with. It's been me and my husband and that's it for like a year now. So that's awesome. So you had this photo shoot done. So, and I'll have a picture of it up actually as the episode artwork. It was done by a professional photographer. It was you two ladies, some beer and a Jeep. I mean, what more could you ask for? So what was the inspiration and uh, what was the background of that? Go ahead. (laughs) Well, when we were 18, we didn't know what to get our families for Christmas. So we took pictures of ourselves with our dogs and made like framed them and gave them to all of our family members for Christmas. So it was whatever, over a decade ago. So we thought what better time than now to just like recreate that with beer and the Jeep. So we were really just looking for, we were, oh, that was before, like she had a St. Bernard or St. Bernard's and Mm -hmm. I had like a little wiener dog and we took, like, we legit did this. Like we were wearing like antlers on our head in front of a fireplace, like yeah, they're nice. Super corny. Nice <laughs> That's adorable. I'm sure everyone, it was their probably their favorite Christmas gift that year. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to to do that again, but we were gonna make them calendars. Yeah. Our photo shoot so that they could just think about us every day mm-hmm. when they looked at their calendar. <laughs> I love that. Well, the picture's awesome. Like it came out great. And then, as I said, I ended up seeing it on a mom's group. So how did it end up getting shared? I don't know if it was considered viral, but it was definitely shared all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, it was like under 80, just under 80,000 shares. I would call that viral. So how did that go from? We were shocked when like five people shared it. We're like, what the heck? You didn't expect it to have the kind of excitement it did. We like joked, like we wore those Drink Wisconsin shirts just like as funny, like, oh, and that'd be like, because my daughter, a couple years ago, my youngest daughter had a Drink Wisconsin like can koozie on a water bottle and they had picked her, they'd seen her photograph and had picked her as like the person of the day. And so that like... But it was our goal was to have. I don't even think it was really a goal though. Like, I don't think we, I think like, I don't think we thought it would really happen. At least I didn't like. No, I didn't really think it would happen, but we were hoping that they would share it. Yeah. If we wore those shirts. Yeah. But the photographer is a friend of mine, Ashley Herrick. And she, I mean, she just is phenomenal. Like it did actually, we, I think how we started talking about the pictures was because my daughter we so we had family photos and she's like pretty probably like the biggest one around here like photographer what you know what I mean yeah and so we had family pictures with her we had waited like months my family and my daughter my lovely five-year-old daughter cut herself a mullet the week before our pictures so <laughs> It was bad. It, it was like really bad. I kept the mullet and then I like, I pinned the back of her hair up. So like in our family pictures, you couldn't really tell, 
But so at the end of our photo shoot, I took her hair down and then my husband and my other daughter and I got mullet wigs off of Amazon. And so those were included in our family photos. Also these mullet like oh rocker pictures. <laughs> I love it. Now, did that make the calendar cut? The mullet pictures? Actually, we what we thought like our fame was enough that our family should just be proud of us. And we didn't even go forward with the camera. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the calendar, I mean. Yeah. I honestly think that everybody is so sick of us. Yeah. And our families because of our Face. everywhere Same. we go <laughs> yeah i mean because yeah. now you're famous you're facebook famous we yeah so nobody really cares to see our pictures anymore <laughs> i was gonna ask you so did your family love this picture as much as the internet did i think my mom was the only hater she wasn't like negative about it but she's like wow i'm really proud of you <laughs> Yeah. But then she ended up being the biggest like supporter. She checked how many shares we had like yeah. on the hour. Every <laughs> yeah, she'd be like messaging us. You guys are up to this many. Yeah. So yeah, oh, she goodness. came around. <laughs> so we have to give a nod to the Jeep because the Jeep community, like you said, like people name their Jeeps. And tell me a little story about how this Jeep came to be into your life. My dad always had like a couple Jeeps growing up. Like I learned my first vehicle I learned to drive in was an old Jeep. But so we, you know, have children. And so we got more like vehicles that practical. practical that's what I was looking for. Like for, you know, like babies. And, but my kids are getting older now. And in January, I spotted this Jeep down from the shop that my family owns. And I was like, man, I like really want that. And I, like, I was obsessed. I had it on my, my wallpaper, on my phone. We would drive by it numerous times. I like looked up the color. It was bikini pearl. And so everyone, like we referred to it as my Jeep and it was nowhere close to it at that time. But so months went by and, you know, even the pandemic, I feel like played a part in this whole thing a little bit. So the school's closed. I had like my niece, I was watching my niece, my nephew a couple days. Like I cut my hours way back at work to take care of my kids. I feel like I had your kids a lot. Wow. Like I was just, I like really put my like life on hold to like help everybody around me. My husband like left his job that he had been at for over a decade and went to like work for my family business. And so when Mother's Day rolled around, they were, I feel like my family was messing with me the whole week. Like my husband was like, oh, you're going to love your present. And my mom was making comments like, everyone's just really hopeful that you get this Jeep and, you know, we're all like rooting for you. And, and so Mother's Day rolled around. I, I had been working and I, the whole week they were like saying stuff like that. So I thought, man, I know this is like crazy. Like people don't expect to get vehicles for Mother's Day. But in my head, I was like, man, I've really been doing a lot for these guys. I bet they do love me. And they're going to get me this Jeep. <laughs> and then it was gone. It was at the dealership I was looking at. It was gone. Like just that week. And you I noticed when it left because you yeah, used to watch course. for it and look at it. Right. I was like, these guys bought me this Jeep. I know it. So I came home from work and my brother was here. So it's not like unusual for him to be here, but it was late, like 10 o'clock at night. And so I was like, I bet he's here to videotape my reaction when they give me my Jeep. 
So I went, I like showered, I got ready for the presentation of these Jeep keys. And I was devastated when I was presented with some handmade cards. And that's it. And a hanging basket. Yeah. So I needless to say, I cried a lot. Yeah, I wasn't like ungrateful. I just I really had my Well, it sounds like they built you up to have your hopes up too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has a happy ending. You're sitting in the Jeep. Yeah. So how did this go from tears to cheers? Mother's Day was Sunday. Monday, I did like the pre-approval application and I drove it home Tuesday. (laughs) So you said, F you, I'm getting my Jeep now. You messed with me. That's it. Yeah. 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 That's how it happened. All right. Well, but you said it was missing from the lot. Well, it yeah, that so that one, I don't know whatever happened to that one, but in a town near here, it was like 20 miles. Cause my kids were like devastated too. They were like they, I mean, it was months like we were looking at this Jeep. Like they my kids referred to it as mom's Jeep when we would drive by. So I think it was that Monday. Actually, I think it was my brother that like spotted one in Stevens Point, like maybe 20 miles from where we live when he was working. And so we like went and stalked to the Jeep on that Monday and then Tuesday brought it home. <laughs> and it's the right color and everything. It was, too? yeah. It was the same okay. Jeep. Yep. Awesome. It all worked. What's out. the which Jeep is it? It's a 2020 Wrangler, the JL okay. model. Which happened awesome. to be my initials. And so I thought like this was totally destined to be hello. Yeah. Meant to <laughs> That's be what I thought. Meant to <laughs> be. Now you've mentioned, Norb, you've mentioned your family business a few times. Mm-hmm. And Brittany, I think you work for the family business and now your husband works for the family business. So let's talk about this family business. What is the business? It is Crockett Septic. So they uh, they well, pump septic tanks and holding tanks and my dad started it when I was in like junior high, going into high school. And so obviously like the nickname, it was super embarrassing. Like he would drop me off in, at school in the septic truck. Like, <laughs> but then so my parents are divorced and my dad went to Iraq and ended up selling the business to my mom and her boyfriend. So they have had it now, like, I don't know, I think like 10 years or so. Yeah. Like 10, 11 years. And my mom, when my dad had it, he had like a couple septic trucks and then maybe like 10 porta potties, but my mom just started getting into the porta potties. I think he had them and then like got rid of them. He never was like big into the porta potty thing, but my mom and George, her boyfriend have like totally expanded this porta potty thing it's like huge around here so like we have events that they go to and take like close to 200 porta potties to some more it's big deal wow (laughs) do they have any um portable luxury too They've got there's family units they that have like a baby changing station there's handicap units the hand washing stations you know but I think the big thing that like that stands them out is they're super particular about the cleaning and 
and they personalize them. them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's different too. events. They they decorate the insides and and they're just way cleaner than other places. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, well, it sounds like it sounds like you guys have lots of fun. You find lots of ways to entertain your kids and yourselves and your family. What kinds of stuff have you been enjoying doing together as a family or as families? to get through this whole pandemic? Because I know it's been really hard for a lot of people. We bought a pool and then Brittany basically hauled her camper here and <laughs> we we camped all summer. Yeah. Well, we do that. We like to camp in the summertime. We and camp. So... The kids have dirt bikes and yeah. four-wheelers and <clears throat> outdoor stuff. Yeah. That's fun. So you have a lot of hobbies that work really well in a social distancing, stay outside kind of setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. it's kind of, I mean, with, with Norb really helps me out, like, because I just started working away from home. So now she helps me with you like, know, daycare. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was home for 10 years. I did in-home daycare while my, oh, wow. little, while my kids were really little. So, yeah. So now I just started working for Crockett septic and I work also for modern image right near me, um, doing bookkeeping and stuff. So she helps me a lot with daycare. And so we, with this pandemic, I mean, we we're always together anyway. So it was yeah, nice to be able to haul the camper over here. And we rented a skating rink like a couple yep. of weeks ago and privately had all the kids go it was like an oh old gosh. school one. Like there's no Roller rollerblading, rink. no like skateboarding, none of that stuff. It was like legit old school roller skates. <laughs> like when I was a kid. <laughs> it was very Super dangerous. fun. Did you say it was dangerous? Yeah, I can rollerblade. Oh, probably not anymore, but <laughs> I used to be able to rollerblade well and getting on the roller skates, I was scared. I thought... My oldest daughter, too, down. is a good rollerblader, and yeah. she had her roller skates on and was, like, couldn't, was not having it. She's no. like, I can't do it. And then when we got ours on, I was like, oh, man, I owe you an apology. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I was, I'm about to be 50, so I was, like, that's what you did when I was in junior high, is you went to the roller rank every weekend like I don't know Thursday night Friday night, whatever it was they had the whole take your skates off and slow dance in your socks <laughs> they had like the really crappy pizza and the you know video games it was like what you did and then later when rollerblading came out I got really into that and we would take our rollerblades to the beach and you know rollerblade all along the boardwalk and all kinds of stuff and then we were cleaning out our house and I found my rollerblades and the pads and the, you know, hats and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm going rollerblading. <laughs> I end up on this little cul-de-sac and I fall. And I'm like, I've fallen and I can't get up. Like I couldn't get up because I'm in these skates and I, I just, I, you know, my body was shaped a little differently than it was when I rollerbladed the last time. So I actually, I can't believe I'm telling you this on a podcast. I actually like crawled on my knees to the closest driveway and I used the back bumper of the car to get myself situated. And I ended up taking the 
rollerblades off and walking home in my socks. That was so Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is a good follow-up to Brittany's story though. It is. She thought she oh, let's hear it. like she used to also just last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, on Friday. <laughs> Actually with our photographer. Yeah, with Ashley. <laughs> um and another and another mom in our area. We had a nice friendly game of basketball and <laughs> I I went down. So <laughs> I kind of jumped forward and I felt a big pop in my knee. And so long story short, I have an appointment tomorrow with the orthopedic person. Oh man. He can look at my ACL. So well, good luck with up. that. Thanks. Yeah. No bush uh, light that's... involved either. <laughs> <laughs> So is Bush yeah. like the official beer of Wisconsin? Is it from Wisconsin? No, no, no. we got we actually caught a lot of yeah, we got a lot that. of heat for that. Really? And actually, you know, I do drink Miller Lite. That is a Wisconsin beer, and that is what I typically drink. And I mean, I I drink Bush Light too, but Brittany didn't want two different types of beer in the photo shoot, so that was yeah. why we did both have Bush Light. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. Know. <laughs> Miller Lite. But we should have had Miller Lite in point. Yeah. Well, it's still a really good photo. So what else do you want to share? I think I think it's pretty comical though, because like Norb's mom thinks that our codependency is that's what she calls us. Yeah. yeah. Codependent. She thinks it's getting a little out of control. That's what she said about the photo shoot. She's like, who knew what 2020 needed was just like some drunk pictures of YouTube floating around the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but we just never thought it was gonna amount to what it did I mean you know yeah there's no way I mean we laughed about oh we're probably gonna go viral and then like man there's a lot of people that have seen this it's kind of alarming <laughs> like I seen there's some guy that had our picture like as his Facebook profile picture. yeah I'm like that's kind of oh. creepy oh my gosh yeah Yep. That Jeep Underground magazine wanted us to give a little info for their magazine spread. Did you? Um, Are yeah, you we did. Yeah. We don't know when the issue for that is coming out yet, but we did do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like people should know our friendship is like genuine, you know? Like we still have sleepovers. Yeah. Our husbands are real big fans of that. Yeah. They don't. I mean, that is a question I have. Like, are your husbands (laughs) supportive that you are like, maybe, I don't know, as close with each other as you are to them, maybe? I would say I'm probably closer to Brittany than I (laughs) I mean, I didn't want to go there. I did not want to go there. (laughs) That's a fair statement. (laughs) No. I think my husband is, I think her husband, like, enjoys hanging out with me and my presence, but I don't think he's so on board with just like when we want to just like have a movie night like yeah my husband will fully take the couch for Brittany to take his spot in our bed and Dave's just not there yet (laughs) (laughs) I think for the longest time though because we were so busy with our own lives that this whole spending so much time together is a little bit new for him yeah, that's true. The other thing is so. 
like with the family dynamic, like both of our husbands work, they're like all summer, like sun up to sundown, yeah. they're gone all the time. So I kind of, I've said before, like, I feel like even we kind of take on like the father roles a little bit in the summertime of each other's kids, <laughs> Kind of <laughs> like when they're working so much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just love how close you are because you, you, I'm sure it really helped you, especially this year. I mean, nobody will argue that you are super fun ladies. <laughs> I've really enjoyed having you on, but I always like to turn the table before we wrap up and see if you have a question for me. So do you guys have a question? Did you think of one? No. <sighs> I really had full intentions of thinking. I know we were going to, we, that was the whole big plan is we were going to have a really good one for you. <laughs> okay, now I mean I'm it. glad that you didn't because it probably would have been a doozy between the two of you <laughs> okay have you ever participated in any of like the poop jobs like have you ever gone on a poop job with your friends with your friends that yeah. own the business that own the septic that business that is a great question and it is a resounding no thank you in fact i have a very low tolerance for gross and so if i'm helping them with their social media or whatever it has to pass my gross test for me to post it you know those home depot buckets the orange ones they're like pretty big it was yep. i can't even it was like overfilled yeah. with with wipes that people had flushed that had clogged the system. And she sent it to me, my friend Sharon, she sent the owner. She's like, here, these are great, post these. I'm like, no. I think no, I we should not. get a vanity plate on one of the poop trucks and then do another like whole segment on just that. Like, great, stuff we find. Right? <laughs> I would love to because one of my jobs when I'm working with, I mostly work with the CEO, Sharon, and one of my jobs is to make her blog about stories like beep stories, <laughs> like stories about like weird jobs, interesting jobs, you know, you found an entire tree root system in the pipe or whatever else and she'll send me these pictures and she'll be like look at this picture this is so amazing and i'm like it's dirt <laughs> like there's nothing going on in this photo that's clearly like the story is what makes it interesting but i don't get it that's like the enthusiasm <laughs> my husband has he called like he calls it finding treasures when he's like pumping porta potties he's found jewelry things that I probably oh, can't wow. mention on here, wrenches, pipe wrenches, to like different tools, money, like phones, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> well, Sharon's husband started the business. He has a ton of stories like that of, you know, he helped, I think he helped a dog escape from a septic tank once, or maybe wow. he found a deer, but I would love to do an entire episode about Crockett Septic. So you get that vanity plate and we will book another time. <laughs> we got to do that. We should. Awesome. Funny. Well, I am so happy to have had you both on. I really appreciate you saying yes when I reached out from your viral photo on the internet. <laughs> but I really appreciate you taking some time and being cold. So You'll be able to Thank go you. back into your warm houses <laughs> and enjoy the rest of your day. Well, thank you for thank having you. us. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Trista's Plate Story Podcast. 
please subscribe to Trista's Plate Story podcast to get the story behind all those vanity plates driving with you on the road. And if you would like to nominate the owner of a license plate, including you, or visit any of our partners and sponsors, come and see us at platestory.com. That's P-L number eight story.com and give us the details. If you enjoyed this episode, please drop a review and give us a share. I'm Trista Polo wishing you well on the road to your next adventure.